You love to hear the story again and again of how it all got started way back when. Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's about truth, it's about information, it's about awesomeness. Can you dig it? Y'all ready for this? Oh, yes. Yeah. Coming to you live from Studio 212 on South Lake Union in Seattle, Washington. Back at you with another episode of Can You Dig It? This is your host, Supreme The Rock, on the check-in alongside my man. DJ Topspin, a.k.a. Blendiana Jones, in your area. Yes, sir. Today's special guest, my man from the T-Dot. RC is in the building. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming through, my man. Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be here. It's been a minute. It's a name I haven't heard in a minute. Yeah. It uh, has been a minute. But, uh, you know, it's a good name to pop up, though. Shout out uh, Big Chan Dog 206. Word. Jake Wonder. My man Cipriano. We got a lot of superstars in the building tonight. It's crew thick. (laughs) Yes, sir. For sure. Hashtag squad. <laughs> <laughs> all that, all that, all that. So what brings you to town? Man, just out here for, uh, you know, for the homie Jake's uh, surprise birthday celebration, man. It was a good one on on Saturday, man. So I had to come out, you know, celebrate my man, just, you know, going over the hill and all that. Happy you know? 40th birthday, Jake. <laughs> you know? it, was a, it was a good look, man. When they got him, the the, the, the rap a lot band banner was was him. <laughs> the pen and pixel joint. Oh man, the Four, be- forty the, years to life with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> the bezel lettering and the NWA font were uh, unmatched. It's a good look. <laughs> I, I think it would have been tighter if they if they somehow photoshopped the cut dog in there. That would have been tight. <laughs> Most of that. <laughs> Well, shoot, yeah, as far as uh, records, man, and, and your connection with Jake, I remember uh, him putting out your records in the Conception the conception era. Yeah, well, he produced them. This guy put them yeah. out. Well, yeah, you know. Those, but, you those, know. I put them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Callie, you gave them to me. Jake gave me Jake, 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 the record. <laughs> you put it on the table. <laughs> you put it out. <laughs> you see, slid it out to the world. Uh, but those were bangers, man. Uh, Thank you, man. You know, uh, Nick show. Those uh, records aged well. They're yeah. still dope. Yeah. Some of them. Some of them. Not so much. You know. World premiere is still dope. World premiere world premiere is, is still all right, you know. That's a nice little that was a nice little I chop, have a lot man. of unreleased dats still. Come too. on. Yeah. From that era? Yeah, I got wow. your songs. Okay. I got Okay. Em. So what are you gonna pull a death row on me? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got him. Your songs. That's right. <laughs> so what's happening? He's like, yo, <laughs> your masters, I got that. <laughs> what's popping? Uh, nah, but you did some other records too with uh, uh, Fingers, right? Yeah, so yeah, I did a certified. I did, yeah, certified. Did a record called uh, The Exquisite, Super Educated, Super Dope. Um, with also produced by Jake One. Did one with ABB. Um, yeah, Benny B. Uh, the the joint was called Stripes. B side was called Prime Time. Yeah, man, just you know, have fun, man. In that era, man, putting out records, it was it was a different time period, man. I actually thought I was gonna be a rapper, you know. It was a crazy time. <laughs> so when did you figure out? Life. And when did you figure out you're not going to be a rapper? Right after that that ABB <laughs> record, man. I was like, man, I can't take another uh, like a, a <laughs> no paycheck, oh, yeah. you know, no paycheck rap fiasco, man. It's just like a lot of work and a lot of waiting, man. Uh-oh. You know, that's really what the rap game was, you know, back then. And you really had to be a patient motherfucker. That's why I give it up to Jake because he's one of the few that persevered and and actually uh, and and made it. And he's still patient sure. and he's still waiting for money. Checks are actually in the. Mail. I think 50 cents still is money hey. from the first G in. Hey. You know what? Rap I th- life. I think, yeah, man, like like hip hop, you know, it's just like you you really for me it was just something that I really I really love creating and I really love making. But you know, more than that, I love eating and I love breathing. <laughs> you know, so you gotta, you know, get yourself together and, as and a, buying as a records. Right. And buying records, right. buying mm-hmm. fucking records, man, you know. Always a disease. And they're not cheap. That's that's one thing that hasn't you know left the system. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I still rhyme. I still rhyme for fun and all that. But you know, I'm not really focused on having a rap career. Right. But 
having records, that's definitely He's something like, I'm I mean, still, it's crazy to me because on, I yeah. still dig and buy breaks. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I, just, I, can't, I can't stop right. doing it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you hear those drums? Yeah, let me get this. I, I'm like, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I don't make beats or anything, right. but it's just like, yo, if I, find, if I find a break beat that's hot, it's like, shit, man, that's a dope-ass yeah. break beat, man. You yeah. know, and I won't want to part with it. I'll just be like, Arsenal. yo, just follow that, you right. know? Follow that under the, under the boom and the whap, you know? You still want our arsenals, you know? <laughs> you want to know you got something hot. So. Hell yeah, man. So you also got a dope-ass podcast of your own called Cratery. Cratery, yes, indeed, which I do with my man DJ Sirius, my man K Wonder, Cratery.com, man. And uh, I don't know, records to me is always, music has always been a social thing, man. So it's just like, you know, what better way to... to you know, spend with your friends. You're doing it anyways. You go over to your homie's house, bring over a couple records, have a couple drinks, blow, you know, blow a little tree. And, you know, one of the homies might make some food or something. You just hang out. And and all we do, the only thing that we do is different is we actually just record it. You so know, that's a that's that's a that's your podcast. It's not it's not. Uh, is there a video, visual component to that? There's no visual component okay. to it. You know what I mean? You can't actually see us. You know, ordering pizza about and blowing say. trees. I was about to say. But 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 you about the culinary aspect. I was like, that, that sounds like that might be some VH1. You know, actually, but you know what I'm saying. But but actually, I mean, yo, like you know, the homie K, he he puts it down in the kitchen. So we actually, you know, we actually do enjoy, you know, a nice little meal, you know, on occasion at Cratery, man. But I mean, it's just fun to get together with your homies. You do it anyways. It's just like, so why not just record it? You know, right, and, and every motherfucker we knew would always be asking us, you know, yo, make me a mixtape. Make me a this, that, blah, blah, blah. Yo, can you make me? I'm like, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. But if you do it by accident, right. just by hanging out with your friends, it's just the organic thing. It's just like, there you go. Take that. Hold that. Yeah. And um it's fun, man. It's crazy. I didn't think we'd be doing it. We're like almost, we're on 79 episodes right now. Exactly. It's like damn near like five, six years of of recording straight. Every month we put one out and every episode is like an hour and it's just records from our personal collection. And there's like no, we're, we don't have any signs of slowing. We're not running out of records. So right. it's, we're just like, this is fucked up. Like we could just keep going. <laughs> like. You know, how many how many goddamn episodes are we going to do with this? But, you know, it's it really is endless, you know, as long as you keep going. So so it's just talking, talking shit and shop with the homies and as well as well as throwing on uh, breaks you enjoy. Or? So actually, we don't actually we don't actually talk on okay. the Cratery episodes. Okay. It's strictly music oh, word. all the way through, um, which all the younger producers enjoy because they like to just jack the shit. You know, but but we actually have another element to Cratery, which we just, you know, started not too long ago, which was called Cradio, um, which is kind of like this. You know, we sit around, we talk more and it's more just focused on the on the record side specifically, because there's a lot of podcasts out there. You know what I mean? But, you know, the cool thing is that, you know, things are getting more and more focused. Right. And, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but nobody gets as deep as I want them to get. Right. So, you know. Cause I'm extra nerdy, so I'm like, why aren't you? At, you got Pete Rock with you, you got Diamond D with you, you got all these people with you. Why aren't you asking them about, you know, their craft? Because you don't know about it. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can't get deep with it. So that's what Cradio is about. You know, we did one with Rashad Smith. Word. We did another one with um with J Rock um and Tuxedo, and it's just nerding. It's just like you know. You know, J Rock was ranking on Jake for his four one five records, and you know, um, you know, you had you know Rashad Smith telling us stories about um, you know skiing down records, like literally piles of records skiing down back in the days. These basements with Q Tip and the Beat Miners, and it's just epic digging stories, and those right. are the kind of things that I like to to hear and, and talk to people about, man. So most depth. That's why when we started the show. Everyone thought it was gonna be, you know, music based. I'm not right. gonna be talk based. We're gonna do something different. Of sure. course, man. You know what I'm saying that's what they would expect. Everybody else can do do that. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. That's Let's the beauty of podcast. That's the, Let's get that's, the home. That's the, that's, that's, the beauty of, that's the beauty of podcast, though, man. Everybody can 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 craft a lane and and own that. You know exactly. Hey, we getting real meta right now. We we like Inception and we talk. We on a podcast talking about podcasts. Exactly. This is steep. Who you know does I mean? that? <laughs> Who does that? We do. <laughs> Highly diggable. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. 
What's up with the uh, seven inch joint? I saw something else the other day. You posted something up. It was that. I thought I had to do a cratery or something. So we do a we do a a, a segment on on uh, on cratery every month. We feature a different seven inch actually on the seventh of 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 every month. So imagine that. Tight. You know what I mean? Um, we're very creative, so that's how we you know. Seven inch seventh, right. you know, just just kind an easy, of all, all connotation, everything, uh, an easy link. But all we do is all we do is you know, again, me, me, the homie, serious K Weezy, we'll just pull you know a little a little gem from our files, and and what we just started doing it was actually just open it up to some of the other homies. So you know, my man Aki from Cosmos, he just posted um, a little you know kind of like psych joint, I think from That's like Ohio, you know, so he posted that. And, um, you know, everybody just has a different one to share. So we'll ask different people to, to, to try and pick something that has a little story behind it. Right. Um, my man famously, he picked one from uh, Larry Dixon. Um, this crazy right. this crazy 45 called Next Time, which is it's not really very easy to find. And, um, you know, he tried to do a documentary. He was working on a documentary on Larry. And they they cut it short, you know what I mean. They didn't really want to go down that path. So, but he ended up getting a a, a, a forty five, which you know from him or whatever. And I was like, man, on a low, that might be better than you doing know. All Larry's that work. Uh, reissuing both his albums too. Yeah, is he Larry doing that did. with Stone's Throw? I don't know who he's doing it with, but they, okay, he just hit me on Facebook. Like, yeah, my albums are coming out. You right. Facebook friends with Larry Dixon? Yes, sir. <laughs> of course you are. Got it. But that's, you know, that's the joys of the internet. Got you it. know, use your tools. For sure. We were talking about that, though, the whole the whole way of digging now. You know, this was you? there was a couple record shows in, in Seattle over the weekend. And, you know, there's obviously going to stores and, and, and things of that nature. But, you know, we talk about, like, you, you're saying the best record show is Instagram, you know, because it's on every day, all yeah. day. For sure. 24-hour record show. Lynette. 365. Lynette's nasty like that. Don't sleep. Someone's going to post. Someone's post. I still haven't bought records off Instagram. I still haven't done a, a DM-related purchase. I've never been the guy to type sold in the comments. I haven't done that you yet. start. <laughs> I don't know what you're waiting for. Danny's like, I don't know what your issue is. <laughs> but have at it. <laughs> Keep on You were crazy, though, man. I got, I got, I, I got to exercise restraint, man. I'm, I can't be like you, man. It, I, I go fucking nuts, man. I, no, number one, I'd be living out of a box, that bro. Too. <laughs> First and foremost, <laughs> I, I like living in, a, in a, an apartment that's yeah. furnished with with running water. You know what I, I mean? Got all that solid meal. <laughs> got, got it. <laughs> uh, now, but you was man. early on joints because um, you were the inspiration behind Jake's AR music mixtape series. Oh man, you know we Jake's, used to Jake's play favorite joints. topic. I, I, I bring a, <laughs> no, I bring a record and I play it. And Jake would be like, "Oh, that's some AR music." <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That's some shit RC would listen to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all them eighties the boogie records. I mean, this was like in the nine early nineties right. though. This was, I'm not playing even, like early. I'm playing like eighties <laughs> boogie joints, like kind of laughing at him, like this shit's whack. He's like, "Nah, that's some shit RC would, would like, listen to." You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know that was real because you know I go out with the homies and and everybody Everybody was digging for the rare break beats and the libraries and the, the psych records and all that stuff. And I was, at, first of all, I'm an MC. So for me, going out and buying records, I, I came from the era where, like, you you had ideas for songs, right? And it didn't matter if you were, uh, this was your title, you were a producer, you were an MC. Right. So I was always just into buying records. The problem was... When you're going out and you're digging with Jake One, you're digging with Mr. Attic, you're digging with Moss, these fuckers are buying all the heat in front of you and you're just a little wet mouth rookie who doesn't know anything, right? So what I started doing was instead of trying to look for the same records that they were looking for, I was like, well, I'm just going to go, you know, buy up all the Patrice Russian and the Bernard right. Wrights and the, right. you know, all the basic 80s, right. Jerry Curl, T-Boy Ross and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, like just that little, you know, like buying not not just Patrice Russian, but buying like the Patrice Russian that no one wants from like 85. Right. You know, it was like the that. orange cover, you know, exactly. <laughs> the orange watercolor. Cover. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and Jake will tell you, you know, I pulled out a cut from there. He's like, man, you really actually bought that and found a cut. You know, it's like. Hell yeah. It's like, that's what I was doing back then because that's what no one in my crew was doing. So I had to kind of right. venture off and be different. But it wasn't a compliment. It was like, it was actually coined by my man Moss, who's the the most intolerant of anything 
boogie-like or too soulful. <laughs> he was just on some hard-ass, like, foreign records, libraries, that kind of right. shit. So if the shit sounded too, like, 80s, he would be like, man, what the fuck is that, you know? Man, you better, you know, like, we had a portables when we would go on these record trips, and I was the only one, again, the last, the wet mount rookie scrub with no, you know, no portable. So it'd be like, man, you're going last with all that AR music, man. You know, you better <laughs> wait your fucking turn with that AR shit. You know, they should just be ranking on Damn, me, man. It's sunning you, man. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, but as anybody knows, you know, it's just like when you get, oh, when the OGs kind of just put you in your place like that, you just find, you just, that just makes you work harder or just, you know, want to find something else or, you know, whatever. But come on, man. Like anybody who's ever been in any kind of digging situation and, and you know, with your OG or your your dude that's showing you stuff. I remember, man, with, with, with Attic, I used to go out with him all the time, and I'd be like, "Yo, man, what's this? This got a beat on it? Yo, this got something on it? What about this? You got you got this? Is this?" He'd be like, "Just, just, just fucking buy it, man. Just fucking buy it. You know what I mean?" And I'm like, "Yo, but, but, like, yo, if you could tell me if this is." Just like, yo, man, I, you know, I, I can't tell you everything, man. You just right. got to take a gamble yeah. sometimes, well, I man. tell people, listen to it. Mm-hmm. They be like, yo, is this good? Listen to it. You decide if you think it's good. Do right. you like it? Yeah. But this was, this was in the era when not every store had a player too, right? You walk up in the vinyl museum, everything is like two bucks. Right. He's just looking at me like, why are you so cheap? Just take a fucking gamble <laughs> right. on it, man. You know? Right. right. And I'm like, yo, I got like $20 to dig, right? So I'm like, every, every dollar counts, right? Of course. So, so, you know, back then it was just like a learning so, but yeah, man, I had to go through all that. But yo, I, I love that shit. And look what happened. AR music. I mean, yo, that shit is so dumb. I mean, this fucker actually made that a whole... ridiculous. This guy made so a whole mixtape series off it. <laughs> and I flipped it. You know, before it was like, you know, kind of like, yo, you know, clowning on AR. But actually, now I'm like, yo, fuck that. They paying homage to AR. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? AR. Salute. I had to flip that whole storyline. Hey. You are the narrative. (laughs) (laughs) But, yo, actually, you know what's fucked up about that? I don't even have those CDs. Because Jake used to send me the the CDR version before he actually... Press it. He actually... With the Sharpie. Yeah, Yeah, right. The Sharpie. The Jake one (laughs) Sharpie. So I used to... I have all those versions. I don't even have the ones with the covers and stuff. And he was clowning. He really had, like, an artist recreate my my head as if I had jerry curls. (laughs) And he printed that shit all over the motherfucking CD. So it's like... How can I not have the joint with my own likeness on it? You know I gotta have that, man. Come on, man, Jake. Jake, we gotta go. We gotta make a trip to the storage unit, man. Before before we're done, man. Yeah. <laughs> I even saw. I see. I even saw one lying on Chandog's floor. I was like, Yo, this is a crime, man. I don't even got this. This is a fucking travesty. <laughs> Chandog got everything. <laughs> he got everything. Chance rolling up trees. On that. <laughs> I mean, I would use the shit as a coaster <laughs> if I had it. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. I mean, Soulstrut got all the, the shit on SoundCloud because, yeah. you know, he was giving it. He, he you know, he, he must have uploaded all that shit back in the days. But, I mean, it's funny, man, you know. And what's crazy is now I don't even buy that type of music as much. And people even in Toronto associated with me because of those mixes. They'll be like, yo, I just came up on some AR shit. I'm like, I'm not even buying that shit right now. I actually got some bread. I'm going to buy some real records. You know what I mean? <laughs> AR shit was just shorthand for... <laughs> I'm just saying. For, like, everybody know that's cheap, AR music. Yo, that's some cheap, just some cheap-ass cheap, boogie cheap, records, cheap, man. Cheap boogie. But you know what? You know what's funny? You know what's funny about that is, like, now you got all these, like, everybody likes boogie. You got boogie, future right, boogie right. groups and all this type of yeah, shit. Everyone's you know, on boogie, this boogie man. wave, right? And... Um, What's funny to me about that is, you know, when you start when you start getting into all the the rarities of of boogie and stuff, it's all that weird regional lo-fi boogie. And I'm like, yo, the AR, the cheap major label boogie, like your Evelyn Champagne right. Kings, your Gwen McRae albums from like you know 1982, those things are like mixed like way better than any kind of regional right. bullshit private press boogie record. So you're playing yourself, you know. Spending hella loot on all that stuff when you got the quality. cheapest, most quality, high quality mixes at your disposal, and all these records are just like you know a diamond dozen records, man. Yeah. You know, and they're good, and they're good, they're great. You know, yeah. it's just like you know that you know that like Patrice Russian forget me not to slapping way harder than that whatever that Russell Br- Russell Blake forty five you bought on like Zila Records is man that shit is with the question with the hella questionable vocals. That's another thing, man. Them regional, the vocals on them regional records are just so fucking suspect. Like, man, 
you might have had a nice little groove going, man, but your boy, man, just came through <laughs> with the whack ass fucking vocals, man. Crushing the building. Oh, in man. In the worst way. In the most horrible way possible. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's all good. I mean, I still get it. I mean, I, I'm like that way. I'm like, I'm that way with like soul records. You know, I like the kind of fucked up offbeat, of weird old, you that's know what, what I mean? That's what gives it its flavor. <clears throat> hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. But what's, what's funny is that at the time, no one's thinking like, man, I like this shit that's slightly whack. Right. You know what I mean? Like everyone, everyone's like, yo, that shit, that shit sucks. Like, why, why do you like the shit that's good? It's like, nah. But then years later, you're like, yo, I'm all about that slightly whack yeah, shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just a little bit, little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's you know, distorted. And the vocals is. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not like all the way. It's like. It's almost like if it's all the way dope, it's like it's too easy. Right. It's like. Yeah, but you know, you like that slightly whack shit. Yeah, I'm all yeah, about that. You yeah, because everybody ain't gonna be about that. Shoot, you do uh, you do much actual DJ? Okay, so here's the thing: I don't, I definitely don't consider myself a DJ. I'm a, I would consider myself a collector, just because I, I know too many real DJs and I have too much respect for the for the craft and what they do. So I would never call myself a DJ. Other people call me a DJ. I am definitely not a DJ. I could blend a couple records every now and then, but really I'm just a guy that loves records. Most of my homies are, are DJs who are just like, yo, quit being a fucking idiot and come play records with us. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't DJ. I don't play. I'm not like y'all. You guys can do, you know, I'm just like, oh, just shut the fuck up and play some, come, come play some, just pull out some joints. You got dope selections. You got dope taste. Come play some records with us. And then that's kind of how I... You know, that's kind of how I play. I don't really play that often, but when I do, it's strictly on some selection shit with the homies. Collector and and a selector. Yeah, collector and a selector. Yes, sir. You nailed it. That's exactly what I am. You know what I'm saying? Some people, that's that's the way it works the best for them. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it. But, you know, I I just love sharing music. That's the thing that I learned about myself. Even from when I was young, man, it was always about just like, yo, you got this, you up on this. You know, it was whether it was taping the radio show on the weekend or whatever, and you right. go to your, your, you know, you're at the school, you're sharing. It's like, yo, but did you go? Did you hear when he played this? Mm. You know, what about that? You know, it's like, do that every that's, Monday. That's music. Yeah, man, you're a music lover. That's that's exactly what I am, man. So when you're in it like that, that's the most joy that you could get from you know from this thing is is sharing music and people being like, wow, that's crazy, or or like you know. After you tell someone about a record, they actually go out and buy it, and they're like, "Yo, man, that shit is yo. Thank you for putting me on." I mean, that's that. the that best shit, shit ever. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. learn you know, every day. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear something I haven't heard. You know, and that's and that's and that's crazy. You know, um, I like when you meet people like a a, a breakbeat Lou and people like that. They live by that philosophy. Always a student, and mm-hmm. that's a real philosophy. And I actually. I love that, you know, because there isn't anybody who knows it all. Yeah, you know, and 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 I think like. That's just real. Like, you know, it's like I could still, you know, go out today and probably pull out something that, you know, this guy doesn't know. And this guy would definitely pull out some stuff that I don't know. So it's like, I mean, that's just the beauty of it. Right. Right. Like knowing knowing it all sucks Mm because what the fucking what's the fucking fun in that? Now you're bored. Now now nothing, you know. Remember you talked about we were were talking about this before we came out on on air. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like this notion of always being let down when you go to a, a store or a shop because, you know, you got too much knowledge, you know, music and everything was more fun when we knew less. Right. You know, the less you know, the more fun it is. Exactly. The more you know, the less fun it is. You know But what also I mean? the more I know, the more I know that I don't know. And that's with anything. That's, outside that's of definitely that. true, I'm realizing too. I don't outside know anything. Of, outside <laughs> of music, that's the truth. As soon as you figure out that you don't know anything, you realize how much... You don't know. Oh, you yeah. really don't. I yeah. And then yeah, I I really don't know shit. You know, that's what I've learned after twenty years of buying exactly. fucking records. I don't know. I really don't know anything because I just missed all this new shit that was going on. You know, while I was buying all this old shit. Right. right? And you know, then you got to go back and you go through waves, right? You know, you go through those periods where you're like, I mean, I ain't listening to no new hip hop in like six months, right. and then you just go on a spree. Right. It's like you got to go on a <laughs> spree and get like everything, and then you go through it all, and then you catch up, and right. then. You know, and then you miss all the new shit that's coming out because you're getting caught up <laughs> right, on right. the old shit from. You know what I mean? And then all the uh, trends. You know, yeah. everybody got on Moog records at, at one point. All right, Moog. And records. I always, and me, I, I always went left. I'm like, okay, everyone's on that. I'm gonna go to disco too. I'm gonna go over here. I'm gonna go right. do something else because it's always been easier that way. 
it's hard. No to, one's in your lane over there. They're right. over here. It's hard to resist. It's hard to resist that wave. That's why I got to give it up to cats like my man Cipriano, you know, sitting behind me because he's consistently, you know, resisted the wave, you right. know. You know, and I don't think it's a conscious thing with him. I just think he's fucking weird and he likes different <laughs> shit anyways. Right. But you know what I mean? But like, that's dope to me because you never are going to be caught up in a trend because you're always going to be on doing something. You are the never, trend. You know, you're you sitting are the, the trend. trend. Exactly. That's what exactly. you not realize. You know? <laughs> but, but, uh, man, records is just, it's fucking crazy because on one hand, you, you're acquiring all this shit. But then on the other hand, you're requiring all, all this shit. shit. You know what I'm saying? You're requiring. It's like, fuck, man. Like, what Move. the fuck? Like, Moving yo. around and. I, man, I really bought some questionable ass records in my life, man. I, I was looking at something I bought the other day. You know, especially in the 90s when you had to buy anything that was a drum. Right. Like, it was just like, you'd just be buying something that was just like. I'm just like, what the fuck am I going to do with a record like that now? You know, what I mean? you know it's not a B-boy break. It's not a it's not a break you can shop. It's the only purpose it has is, 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 is a 1991 rap song with echoing horns on it. That's the only purpose that drum break has. And it's just like, we are never like going back to that. You know what I mean? So what the fuck do I have this for? You know? So it's crazy, man. But then you might find something else on it that you didn't hear back then. On that's, the other true side. That's, that's true. That's true. That happens too. That's the. That's true. That happens too. That's the pack Definitely. rat nature. You're like, okay, I'm done with it. No, I'm not quite done with it. Man, I because I was always into buying all those basic ass common records and shit. I would always be that dude where you know you'd be like you know I, like the homie would come over or whatever and just, I'd be slick you know just try to hide the cover a little something <laughs> to play something. It's just like, oh shit, what is that? <laughs> and then you just get so satisfied when you pull out the record and right. it's just the most basic right. common. It's just like, yeah, you slept, the shit man. You, see every you know day. what I'm saying? That everyday shit, you know? Because the thing was, I would actually listen to my, I would go through the shit and actually listen to it, you know? Because right. not just the hot cut or whatever, you know right. what I mean? Right. It's just like, oh, it's like, man, you really listened all the way through the fucking Diana Ross record from 1983. It's like, yeah. I, I did. I, I bought it. I don't know why the fuck I bought it, but I actually listened to it, and there was a little piece on it. It's yeah. just like, you are a fucking nut. There's you know pieces what I mean? everywhere, man. Definitely. Definitely. But that's the beauty of it, man. And especially now, I feel like you can make a beat with anything. Not that I make beats, but you really could make a beat with anything, you know? These days. I mean, I guess you always could, but the 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 parameters of what's acceptable is is real stretch these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, the technology the technology <laughs> is too. the technology allows you, I think, to do more with what you think. You know, right. you couldn't have done something with back in the days. Maybe you could do something with now. Right. More so, I think is what I'm saying. But yes, there is a higher tolerance for whackness as well. Um, so you really could just make some bullshit <laughs> and get over on that as well. You know what I mean? Right. It's a it's a different world, man. The, the 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 record game, you know, in 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 2016, so the internet came along, crushed the buildings, and yeah, it, it ruined a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about that, like uh, barriers to entry, yeah, ease. I mean, sure, even like software. What I mean, there's all types of 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 lowered barriers to entry to all parts of this game, and and uh, it's just about. How you can use it to your advantage. You know what? You know what really fucked the game up though more than anything. Even though it's such a great tool, fucking motherfucking pop psych, collectors man. frenzy, collectors frenzy, pop, pop psych. psych. I'm just saying, man. You know that shit. Even eBay, in a way. Yeah, I mean, but there's. I guess it's good and bad with everything because it's like you know, obviously those things are tools for us too. You know what I mean? Because it's nice to be able to to look up the value of a record or confirm or cross-reference something. But, you know, unlike a lot of other fuckers, you know, some of us know what we're actually doing you right. know, when we're cross-referencing Well, yeah, let's talk about that article you just wrote about that, about record stores now and record store day. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, man. Well, you know, I wrote a little piece on our, on our new um, newest episode of Cratery 79 and and it's really just that frustration of, of, you know, walking into a store and just, you know, dealing with the fact that everything is just way overpriced. Like, like 25 is the new five with a lot of these motherfuckers. And I'm just <laughs> like, yo, man, like, this is crazy. Like, how do you got 25 on this, man? Like, this is like, right. you know, and it's just that default 
pricing. Like we're gonna, we're just gonna. This is what we're doing now. Twenty five is the new five. You know, or, or or the fact that they don't actually factor in. Like you know, when you're looking at a record, you know, there's a median price. There's a this right, price. There's right. that price. The fact that also it's like, yeah, this thing might have sold for six hundred, you know, dollars, but it was sealed. Right. You got, you know, you got a <laughs> ring wear ass fucking, water you know, water damage fucking pressing. Korean <laughs> pressing, and you try, you out here, you know what I mean? You try out here trying to charge full pop. Like, come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, like that type of shit is just is like, come on, dude. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You right. know, like, what part of the game is that? You know, so or well, even when they look it up, they always go right to the highest price. Well, what uh, what about the lowest price? Yeah, right, right. what about like, the fact that the highest like, price was ten years ago, right? And it, and and it's it's dropped in significantly in value since then, and people ain't paying that kind of money for that record, right? right. Like, so you gotta you gotta look at all that, right? But they don't look at that, you know, so. And I don't know why. Cause I, I Some think, people will look at the highest price and go higher than that because they'll say, well, this was a while ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. So it's got to be know, worth more now. Everybody's going to bend like, it their way. <laughs> you know, there's only, you know, you, you and you have to be savvy enough to know which of those records that actually retain their value, which of those records you actually never really see versus the ones that you do, you know? And it's yeah. just like people don't. You know, and then also the other thing that's crazy is you have a whole new market of buyers, you know, in 2016 that weren't obviously exposed to, you know, what we grew up with. But I can't really get on those kind of buyers because it's like that's just the virtue of the of when you were born. Right. right. That's not I can't, you know, I, I can't you know, I can't get on you because of that. But the dealers that, you know, are getting over on these dudes, you know, charging, you know, a a you know, $15 for a Steely Dan or $20 for a blah, 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 this, that. Right. I mean, Michael Jackson motherfucking thriller. That I seen that in a record store for like tw- like 1999 or some shit. I'm like, Cut the crap. you realize this is the most common record in the world. Of all time. It's literally the highest selling record of all. I, I mean, there is not a record more common than that. So that to me is Firestone like, Christmas is close. So. <laughs> <laughs> Trust. Montovani. Any Montovani. Jim Neighbors. Yo, okay, let's talk about let's talk about um of of Goodwill records that you Pete you, Fountain. You oh, Pete Fountain. Oh, man. <laughs> Pete Fountain's a good one. Every Al Hurt, other than the one that Daylight used. Oh my used. god. <laughs> Pete Fountain for sure. Man, Herb Alpert got to be in there. You got you got to throw in some Herb. Engelbert. Who's the one with the lady? Engelbert for sure. Oh, oh, whipped cream and whipped, other delights. Exactly. The, <laughs> the lady staring at you. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, I haven't even oh, no, been no. seeing James Last in the bins anymore. Jay, they trying to take James Last to the to the rare section now, man. <laughs> it's crazy though, right? How you see stuff dry up. <laughs> it's like all the ones we talked about are still there right. in abundance. Oh no doubt, <laughs> but some of them are drying up. Didn't move. Well, they don't they got a re- don't they got a 180 gram of the other of, of the, the Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fools are really acting with that thing. shit. <laughs> like, why? I mean, we're not who even joking, the, who though. Who is the genius that came up with this is what we're going to reissue? It had to be a hipster. A 180-gram reissue of, a, of Herb Alpert. <laughs> Sold at Urban Outfitters? Yeah. Urban, Urban Outfitters. You know what kills me, though? I'll be in the store. And you see some cats in there buying the Billy Joel Glass Houses reissue. <laughs> it's like thirty nine ninety nine, right. and then the OGs in the bin bar, right. below it for three dollars, mm-hmm. and they ain't even looking like, at that me. one's new. It's all get done. The flip side, though, um, I went to shop recently and I pulled a, a Soul, pulled a Soul record out, um, the What It Is joint, and the chick working there goes and looks it up. But she don't know what she's doing, so she just pulls up the reissue. She's like, oh, that's $14. You're like, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, so it can work for right. you as well. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, man, that's like that's the one exactly. out of a thousand <laughs> right. times that is going to happen, man. Like, wow. I got the opposite, you know, where, where and this is happening. I'm sure this has happened to all of us, but, but you know, you you find a, a, a little stash, you know, on, on the floor Somewhere and you pull out a and you oh shit what is this right. you know but it's not priced, priced. 
Yeah. That's just that classic. How do you play that? How do you play right, that right. now? Like, what the fuck is going through your head? You got, right. you know, a heat rock on your hands. Right. And so you how do I crap me? You shove it in the exactly, middle and you exactly. take the whole stack up. Right. Okay. Exactly. So that's, that's exactly what I did. Now, unfortunately, my, I played myself because my stack wasn't that, it was, it wasn't big enough. My stack wasn't big enough. I talked to Aki about this. He gave me the post game breakdown. He's like, so "You fucked up, R. You needed a big stack. Right. You needed to make it. You needed to make it so that he didn't want to price all them records. Right. He was just gonna be like, boom, boom, bam, like you know, just whatever, right. just to get it over with. Right. You your, your stack was too short. So he actually had the time to look at every right. record, mm-hmm. right? And I, the other thing that I did that that I fucked up on was I told him that I got it from that area. So I was like, oh, yo, what's yeah. up with these records down oh, here? Yeah. Exactly. Yo, those aren't priced yet. Yep. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I'm just going to take this Timeless Legend right here and put it in my motherfucking hands because <laughs> the, I'm not keeping that record. I'm not letting that record stay right. down there. Right. He had all kind of records in his store. Nothing was more valuable than that record he had laying on the ground. And it's just like he didn't even fucking know. Right. So right away... I fucked his, up put, because I got... He put his antennas up. You, no, you know, not, not that. Not only that, but I got cocky because I was like, now I felt like I'm entitled to this, bro. <laughs> I, I felt like this is... you. You're, if you're not smart enough to know that this is the most valuable record in your store, right. this should be mine. I took it to the front. Of course, he's looking at all the records. He's like, oh. He goes, did you get this from down there? I was like, yeah, but you know, I just figured out I was interested in it, so I'd bring it to the counter for a price. I told you those weren't for sale. I was like, yeah, but I, I just I want to buy it, so I thought maybe you would give me a price on it if I, you know, if I came to the front. He starts looking at it, and he just like pulls out the record, and and he was like, give like giving it the eyes, like he was gonna visually grade it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm like, please visually right. grade this fucking record right now. He's looking at it. He's looking at it. He slid it back in the sleeve. He was about to hand it to me. And then he just reached for the laptop. And I knew it was over. I knew it was over. You're like, once he reached for the laptop, I was like, fuck. Oh, this is a rare one. Fuck. Kelly Blue Blue. He's like, well, uh, I'm a, I could sell it to you for four. I'm like motherfucker, four. That's more than any. That's more than any record you got on your fucking wall. Anything, man. Like, and you had that line on the ground, bro. Like, I brought that to you. Right. Yeah. Right, no right. idea. But, but you, once again, that's me getting cocky, feeling entitled. Congratulations. So you got to grab like, like you got to grab like fifty bin, uh, dollar bin joints to shove it in the middle and just go up there. That's that's and, the right, that's the nah. Supreme Larock <laughs> method. Yeah. yeah, and then <laughs> guaranteed. Said, to oh, work. this isn't price. Where'd you get that? It was in the dollar bin. Right. All right. I'll let you go. But um, he didn't have a dollar. And then bin. you scurry. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get the fuck out. I've done that too. I've done that too. When you when you you're just, you're just waiting to pay the bill and you're like. Come on, come on, come on, just wait, yeah, just come get on, the just transaction exchange, over with, on, and then you just fucking bolt the fuck out the store. You're like, get the car, get in the fucking car, yeah. let's, let's drive. Right. You know? This is a done deal. <laughs> but the funny thing was, so he, so, so, you know, he offered me that, you know, I talked to, you know, I talked to a couple people, I actually talked to Aki, and he was like, yo, pay the four. And I'm like, what you talking about? He goes, yo, that record sells for nine yeah thousand dollars he's like pay the four and i'm like i'm not paying the four it was on the fucking floor it was like yo it was a five it should be a ten dollar record twenty dollar record forty dollar record not four hundred he's like rc listen to me pay the four so now i'm gassed and i'm like did i just fuck up should i bought it for four i call him the next day i'm like is that record still for sale Nah, man, I'm putting it in my online exactly, store exactly. because I need to, you uh-huh. know, I need to like get customers from my online store. I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have even given you a price on that. So now I really want the record. I'm like, fuck, I got to get this record. Turns out, guess what? Because he didn't have an online store. He had no, he had no history. He couldn't right. sell, he can he couldn't get 
you know, the price that he wanted right, right. for it. So he just called me up. You know, he just DM'd me on on Instagram. See, we got to talk you about know, that, too. We're going to get you know, it. Go, it goes down. He, he DM'd me on Instagram. He DM'd me on Instagram. It go down. He, he offered me a price, <laughs> and, I, and I said, I'll take it. I went and I got the record. I didn't pay $5 for it, but I also didn't pay market value for it. So I was like, okay, that's cool, too, you know, but... At the end of the day, it's like you know it all balances out. You of know, course, sometimes right. you, you sometimes you you overpay or you pay more for what you want over a record. Sometimes you just come up on some shit, hella motherfucking cheap. So that's just the I way mean, it I goes. got so much shit over the years. That's I, I don't mind paying once in a while. You got to pay to play. That's just, yeah, yeah, flow. you know the routine. If you haven't yeah, seen it in twenty years, exactly snatch that. Of course, and that's the <laughs> thing. You don't, don't see that. Think that's, about it. That's one of those records you just don't see. You know, like he had a Mike James Kirkland on the wall. And I was like, I, you know what? I've seen that record on eBay all the time. I see that record on Discogs. I see it. I see it in Aki's. I see it when I travel, you know, but I don't, I never see this record, you know? I haven't seen a timeless legend since I bought one. Timeless. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> it it always cool. comes back to that. Exactly. I was about to say, that was the humble one. And then he had to come back with the doubles. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, okay, free with the hum. Nope. <laughs> well, let's talk. Like, you, you were going to talk about something. Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Goes down in the DMs. It <laughs> goes down in the DMs. Carpe diem. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Seized <laughs> nah, there's I mean? a lot. We were talking about earlier how we learn. We learn a lot on, Different. on Instagram. Yo, it, well, it, you were saying how you put Aki on and how his business blew Yo, up. it's crazy, man. I used to go, I used to, because, you know, I, I would walk in, I, you know, I'd, I'd go see, you know, Aki at Cosmos Records in Toronto. If you One don't of the know. dopest record stores ever of all time, for the record, literally. Yeah. Yo, I'm just, for, I'm just saying, so... Everybody, everybody knows Aki had that reputation of being hella overpriced and like just being like, you know, oh, my God, like the most expensive, blah, blah, right, blah. Right. But what was crazy is back then we weren't thinking about at least I wasn't thinking about things like condition. You know what I mean? Like factoring into the price of a record, like the fact that a record could be minty and and be this much more. I'm like, I got that for five bucks. I look. Later on, I looked at my copy. Now I'm like, oh yeah, I got five bucks because the shit was hella scratched <laughs> right, up, cracked right, it, right, you know, right. and the <laughs> fucking ring weared out. But the brake played, right? So I'm exactly. like, I got it, exactly. you know what I mean? But actually, in that, you know what I mean? Let's look. My busted ass comic, like, my Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Is just like it is right. just Trash. fucking skated on. I'm like, I need a, I need a proper copy of this record. You know what I mean? And um, but with but with the Instagram thing, um, you know, with Aki, it's just like. <clears throat> You know, he he wasn't up on all this like social media stuff like that. And I remember I, I went to the store and I was showing him all these different, you know, accounts on Instagram and stuff. And he's just like, I got that. 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 You know, he's just like, yo, I should just post, you know. And right. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, well, I don't know why you're not posting. And sure enough, you know, as soon as he starts posting all these records, he was just posting records from his personal collection that right. he liked. And everybody assumed because it was a Cosmos Records account. Everybody assumed that the records were for sale. So everyone's like, how much, how much, how much, how much? First of all, he doesn't even sell, you know, outside the store. He doesn't have right, a, right. a Discogs page, or an eBay e page or anything like that. You know, so so to be able to go on Instagram and then open, you know, kind of advertise to the world what your what your store is selling, you know, was was very became very fruitful for him. Right. So he was just like, oh, people are, you know, people are hitting me up. People are blah, blah, blah. And ultimately, he's going to be very selective about the type of people that, you know, he sells to because it's just not his store policy to just sell to anybody online. Right. But, I mean, dude, it just connected into a whole world of buyers outside just the Toronto area um, or people that are coming from out of town, man. And it's just it's just one of those things, like you said, it's like every day you're on there. Someone's posting something that you don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every not every day, yeah, every cats, hour. Every cats second. are flying in to, to see the shop now. Like mm -hmm. cats, cats, cats will cats will make trips now to come in. Right. You know, to you know, for the purposes of seeing the shop or make it a priority. Start saving, doing something right. to come. You know, and it's like, yo, it's a it's a great shop, man. It definitely is one of the the best in the world, and it's easy to take for granted because it's just down the street from you. But it's crazy, man. When you really look at, you know, and I, I travel, I get to see you know what kind of stores are out there. 
you know, it's a boutique, of course. You know, it specializes. You're a boutique digger. I'm, mm-hmm. a, yo, I'm, yo, listen. <laughs> I have no shame in being a motherfucking boutique digger because you know what? I am also a thrift store digger. I am also a fucking record show digger. I'm also a a fucking random. You know, yard sale, and you right. go in your garage digger. I'll fucking dig anywhere. You know what I mean? Be digger with attitude. Dig. <laughs> but yo, Jake, Jake one coined, coined the phrase. I don't bend down to dig. You know what I mean? Like you know, he which just is- reaches into his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> but so Aki's a great store if you don't want to bend down to dig. You know what I mean? You could just look but at also the wall think, and buy thinking records, about man. how you said you weren't considering you know condition. Also, it's a service. He went yeah. out and dug and found the joint for you, right? Absolutely. He put in the time. Absolutely. Who knows? He might have had to fl- fly to Brazil to do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. Exactly, so you're paying for that as well. Yeah, you definitely you're definitely paying you're definitely paying for the service as well. You know what I mean? And he's consistently had a lot of great records. Definitely like one of the the you know the more marquee you know sort of characters as far as records go in in, in Toronto. Man, shout to shout out to Aki, man. Definitely been giving me joints for years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, he's that dude. But the Instagram, the Instagram thing is 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 you know honestly, it's just like sometimes the flossery gets a little, it gets a little crazy. I wish people would show. People act like the only thing they listen to is rare records. That kind of that's a little fucked up too, right? Where it's just like, come on, man, you ain't really, you really never bump, you really never out here bumping a Shalimar song, right? You really, you really only ever bumping regional. Like, come on, man, come on, regional private press, you know? Exactly, come on, man. Like that's like I feel like yo, you, you, there's got to be a time in your life where you just want to sit down and listen to a basic ass record, man. Come on, like. There's no harm in, in in posting a Marvin Gaye record or some shit like that. People be like, oh, man, this ain't rare enough. Man, you know, I might get just, you know, I might get clowned on. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Right. I'm like, I'll just post whatever the fuck I want, you know? How about that? Exactly. <laughs> Take you know? that. Take that. It's like, you really, come on. You really, you're really not out here only listening to rare. So shut the fuck up with that, too, Instagram. You know who you are. We see you. We're watching the gram. The streets are watching. The gram is the streets. These days. So what else you been up to? What are Man, you doing nowadays? Yo, so listen, I'm, I'm a writer. Records. Yo, mm-hmm. I'm a writer. So I make, I, I, you know, I work for an ad agency and I and I write ads. And it's it's a beautiful thing. It's actually, listen, any r- rappers out there with, you know, on the verge of flopping their careers, advertising is a good path for you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the same muscle. In your brain, you're you're using metaphors and and ideas to tell stories. Right. You just got to be a person who thinks of ideas. And all rappers are salesmen because you're selling yourself. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's a very easy transition. I love my job, man. I get to go on, you know, shoots and travel and, you know, basically just be a creative person all day long and sit around and think of shit. You know, you're just making shit up, you mm-hmm. know, which is which is what writers do, which is what I did when I was an MC, and it's, it's what I do, um, you know, as a, as a copywriter. So I, I love that, and um, it gets me that creative balance um, that I like. And, and plus, you know, I don't want, man, I ain't trying to be no fucking record dealer or no shit like that, man. I just just, just cut the check, man, so I can go buy these this, this wax, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be a record buyer. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Sure. exactly. <laughs> so I love that, man. I've, I've been doing that for like 10 years, and obviously, you know, the, 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 the Cratery podcast, you know, on the side, and I, I encourage everybody to definitely go out to Cratery.com and, and check out what we do because... You know, it's, it takes a lot of effort and time, man, to, to put this stuff together. And more importantly, man, it's just another avenue for, for you to learn about records. Like, just like you go to Instagram to learn about records, it's like, go to Cratery, man. You know, download a podcast, you know. I do. I download them all and listen <laughs> in the whip. Those are all you know? available straight off the site? You can, you can subscribe on iTunes. Um, for free, or you could you could go to the site and you can and you can check it out, man. But that's really what we about, man. You know, and it's it's all about you know, yeah, just building and documenting, man. I've been getting as as we get older. I feel like 
it's really important to document shit. And that's the most. I agree. Yeah. You know, I that's, couldn't agree more. You know, I can't believe how much <coughs> bro, stuff I did bro, not document. How much stuff in my do, life do we do before bro. just the internet? Yeah, exactly. Pre internet, I mean, like, we wasn't thinking about a. Uh, you didn't have a, You didn't have a cell think phone. How much, think how much. All, <laughs> think how much mo- fucking pictures all these motherfuckers got of themselves as like teenagers and shit. Right. I have no pictures of myself <laughs> as a teenager. With I didn't have no camera. With the cell phone. I didn't have a camera. No, none of my friends were walking around with cameras. Right. Right. You know, taking pictures of us in the bedrooms Cost and shit like that. Like film. Bambada was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. I was just about to do it. He was waiting for that. Waiting for that. Preem was waiting, waiting for, for that opening. But don't. <laughs> but don't exactly. And all that. I'm saying. Man, that shit, yo, yeah. that, that shit is that yo. shit is wild, man. It's 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 real hard, man. It's real hard for me to 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 to, to even talk about that shit, yo. man. That shit is fucked up, I'm, man. I haven't talked much about it. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to absorb. It. It's hard because you know what? He's so ubiquitous with with the culture <laughs> that it's like when it's like it's like hip hop abused the kid, yeah, but we can't right. look at it like that because it's, there's a separation. You right. know what I mean? For sure. And to be to be totally real with it, it's like you know I I don't have any personal evidence in front of me at all. But it's hard when people are like, you know, coming out in droves, it's mounting you know, case after case after case. Yeah, yeah it's it's, like, it's crazy. You can't ignore that, right? It's hard to ignore that. But at the same time, it's like he hasn't been tried in a court of law, so it's 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 hard. But man, like, it's just it's disappointing. It's all, so it's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. Jokes you know aside. What I mean? it's, it's, it's uh, it's it's definitely tough for the culture, but I think you got to separate it. And you know what's crazy is like, you know, used to always, you know, not used to, but you know, hear about all the the, you know, the controversy with the Catholic Church and and the rest of that. And you know, when you hear those stories, you're like, oh, the Catholic Church is fucked up, right? right. But really, so now that it's happening to us, you're like. Yo, it's the, it, it's it ain't the church that's it's fucked up. It's just the dude. It's just the dude. It's not the church, right? right? And so now I had to go back and reevaluate some of, and that's that's the scary thing about like what you know what this is because it's so easy to lump it as the, the culture, right. not as an individual. But that's that seems to be the direction that everyone has been sort of headed in, and is just like sort of separating the individual from the culture, man. And I think that's. That's definitely important because it is the truth. You know what I mean? It 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 is the truth, regardless. You know if he is guilty or innocent. It is the it is the individual and not the culture. You know what I'm saying? So indeed, true. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Where can we catch you uh, online socially, man? Where's your all your uh, uh, social media handles? Yo, you can you can follow me on uh, on Instagram at at Krana. You can follow me on Twitter at the same handle C H R A N A. RC com. you know what it is. Shouts to my man K Wonder, DJ Sirius, you know, all the all the the Lamborghini in the building right now, you know, yourself, Supreme LaRock, my man Jake One, Chan Dizzle, aka Big Chan, aka Chanistan, aka T what'd you say, Tito Chantana? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and shout out to my man Cipriano, you know, in the building, you know what it is, representing the great white Nizorth. That's what we do all day, you know, every day, all top, day, every day. Instagram, top spin, Instagram, uh, DJ top spin on Twitter. And, uh, I'm findable on the book of faces under DJ top spin or Blindiana Jones. Getting me across the board. Supreme, the rock on all platforms. This has been, can you dig it? A production of the sound casting network. Dig that. Peace. Can you dig it? Yeah. Yeah. I can dig it. Yeah.